Welcome to Piercing the Veil on BBSRadio.com, a show for truth seekers and rebels. Join us every week as we obliterate willful ignorance, corruption, globalist agendas, and more. Tune in every Sunday at 5 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Pacific, and listen carefully as we provide crucial solutions, information awareness, and unique life hacks to improve our planet. Here's the veil, and the truth will reveal itself. Greetings, world. Welcome back to a, another live show of Piercing the Veil. It's been about three weeks since we did our last one here. Uh, so today is October 29th, 2017. I've been pretty busy, but I felt like I had to jump in and bring Corey along with me and just give you guys an update on what we understand to be happening in the world right now. There's a lot of exciting stuff going down. Um, I know there's a lot of things that could be framed in a negative light, but knowing the long-term plan and result that's expected, I have nothing but high hopes for the next year. Uh, I think we're going to see some massive disclosures and some move, movements in a lot of uh, in a lot of areas that have been stagnated or stalled out for a long time. So that's what, what we're going to dedicate our show today towards, which is just discussing the various events or actions that have been taken or things that have happened uh, recently that are pretty major and uh, shaking up the major consciousness uh, and awareness vibe right now. Uh, so that's what we'll jump into. Uh, Corey, are you with me today? I'm here, man. Good to be here. Yes, welcome, can you hear welcome. Me? Thanks for. Good, good. I can, and you right. sound loud and clear. Um, I'm just gonna. There's a couple topics we've already prepared to, just to sort of speak on in a freestyle manner. Uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and let you run through and pick which ones you want, and uh, uh, sort of frame those discussions as you choose. And I'll just respond with sort of the details and fill. What hey, I know uh, from my research, because every time something happens, I'm. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, I just want to, you know, episode 69. What's the name of it? What's the name of this episode? You still with me, Jordan? No, I'm having some issues here. Guys, I apologize. But I guess I just got to get... I've, I've gone through about five sets of headphones since I started this show. Corey, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, good. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know where you're going and what what you're getting at. I forgot to mention, listeners, that we've we've put a little comical play on today's show. Today's title is "Fall of the Turds." Uh, um, you know, instead of "Fall of the Elite," I felt that term was was too forgiving. You know, these people are an elite. They're dumbasses. They're just amassed a bunch of wealth and power. They're very arrogant dumbasses. Very cunning in certain ways, with the use of their resources and other smart people that they manipulate. But when it comes down to it, they don't make very smart decisions, and that's why you're seeing a lot of confusions in the narratives of these big events that are happening, because there's a lot of shit that's been flung everywhere that I don't think they intended to do, do all the way in the first place. Uh, so yeah, a, a fall of the turds, uh, again, that's appropriate because we're in the fall slash winterish uh, season. Uh, you know, it could be named something else but i felt that was appropriate so that's the title of our show today hey if you want to give us a call and and maybe perhaps just give your opinion on what's going down what you think is happening on a certain event or give a topic feel free to do that we should have plenty of room to fill you guys in here uh, if you're going to do that the number to call is 
You're going to want to press station two. And depending on how many people we have lined up there, either we have none or we have a lot of people typically is the case. <laughs> That's been my experience. So again, 888-429-5471, station two. Come on in, jump in here to the discussion if you uh, feel like we're touching on some hot button topic that you're familiar with and you want to add your uh, your your two cents, or maybe ask a question. Okay, so with that, uh, I'll go ahead and kick it right on over to you, Corey. Just tell us uh, what exactly would you like to start off with? How about Las Vegas, man? Yeah, I mean, if you go on YouTube, you'll see that's been analyzed to death. A four chan, eight chan, both of those channels are really, really hitting it big and doing big things with uh, finding leads there however uh i think a lot of the confusion Corey, when it comes to false flags and stuff like that the las vegas shooting is uh is in the fact that these people are evolving their false flags and if you don't know what a false flag is go look up operation gladio where the united states had uh was supporting and funding and carrying out attacks all over europe that were funded by by their own states where the attacks were carried out in order to achieve or advance political agendas that were secretly hidden from the mass population. That's a fact. That's a given. That's not conspiracy. That's actual conspiracy theory. It's a conspiracy, and it was actually happening. And there's no evidence to show that it hasn't continued to this day in what we have in the Northwoods Agreement. So we're, we're going to talk a little bit about the JFK files being released later, Corey, but with regards to the Las Vegas thing, um, the false flags are very prevalent. Uh, there's evidence that's come out in many different areas that show that it's a common policy or practice and because so many people are calling them out on the spot like what happened with sandy hook where nobody the fbi statistics show that nobody died in sandy hook they all, this is something i don't know if you you know Corey, but every single fucking house in sandy hook was paid for on the same day don't believe me go look it up in the registration records it may have been doctored but there's a guy on youtube that's got live he goes to the the website live and shows you every single address the the day after Sandy Hook supposedly happened was paid off. That's a couple billion dollars in money that was funded not only into the operations of the false flag, but in the cover up as well. Was that in the so these uh, things? The whole, I mean, the whole you, town. You wonder where all this? Yeah, the whole town. I'm not shitting you. The whole town, every That's fucking hush. house, residential house, has been paid That's off in Sandy Hook. That's hush money. Go check it. Tell me I'm wrong. Come back on here and tell me I'm wrong. I was I'm not. A thirty a thirty year retired uh, police investigator investigated Sandy Hook. He's got a, a weird name, Wolfgang something or other. He was ostracized for it, but he came out with very clear, convincing proof and evidence that nothing ever happened. That Sandy Hook school was closed down. The kids didn't die. That was bullshit. And until somebody shows me a body or shows me a you know something, I know that's callous. But that's you know that's what you have to to really get into. So people called them out so hard. That was my original point. And because of that, they've had to mix up and change up and evolve their false flag operations. So now you've got a mix of crisis actors and real victims. You know what I mean? And the crisis actors might not necessarily know there's going to be real victims. You know, the, they fucking, they're just useless eaters that get caught up. Oh, there's three less crisis actors we got we to gotta pay because they were part of the crowd that was running that got hit. You know what I mean? That thought it was just a drill, but... And then all of right. a sudden, yeah, now, a all, the of witnesses, all the witnesses that talk about multiple shooters are starting to die, 
die off in accidents. One died from a supposed illness in the middle of the night. Two, uh, two of them died together in a car crash where it's been proven that the CIA can cause a heart attack with an impulse gun or they can do all sorts of crazy shit with cars in order to cause them crash. Uh, that's not out of the realm of feasibility. It's very probable, it's very highly likely and possible that they were killed by some sort of outfit. It, it, people who have contradictory narratives to the mainstream media narrative, that's by the way, is changing constantly, do not start dying. The brother who initially, uh, this supposed lone guy or whatever, who supposedly said, hey, you know, he didn't do it, now all of a sudden he's being charged with child porn. And I'm not saying he didn't do that, but it's very convenient, the timing. You know what I mean? You see this type of stuff. They're indicators. They're red flags, so to speak, mm-hmm. of some hush-hush shit going on in the background. Yeah. you got the right. missing security guard. There's a whole bunch of uh, little rabbit trails for you to follow, but something's not right. It doesn't smell right with this false flag. In and, in and of itself, the false flag is bull- bullshit. It's not right. We get that. That's a given. We're not dealing in givens. We're dealing in what-ifs and... And, and some possible things that are happening because we already know the facts. The facts are that more than one person was shooting. It was set up for uh, financial and terror purposes to pass gun control, to also make the people behind the scenes billions and billions of dollars because look what's rolling out in the areas and all over the country, metal detectors everywhere. Guess which companies are making those and supplying them and who owns them? You know, Sheldon Nidal and all these other people. That right, are billionaires right. in the game industry, so it's it's the same old fucking thing. Just like the HPV vaccine that was being pushed as mandatory by uh, Texas, uh, the hair Rick Perry. Somebody actually commented that exact line to me on Facebook, so I thought I'd re- uh, repost that or re-say it here. He basically made it mandatory because his sister was the one that was profiting off of all the vaccines. Oh, so there's always a reason. There's always a reason, brother. Always a reason. So that's the Las Vegas thing, and it. Nutshell. That's yeah. what I think. When I think it was well, also mixed. apparently, yeah. Apparently, there was other shootings in other locations at the Bellagio. There was all of kinds of other shit going on. It doesn't add up. That's yeah. suffice to say. It does that's not right. Add up. That's right. So it doesn't. Add and up. then, and then, of course, my first reaction, my first thought was, oh, good. Now they'll get the centrists, right? All the all the country music listeners, likely sort of conservative Trump. Trump supporters, and uh, they probably get some of the, some of the moderates, or in an effort to get some of the moderate conservatives to uh, lean towards gun control, further gun control initiatives, and stuff like that. So that was the first thing I thought of. Yeah, and I, you know, I've got a healthy amount of skepticism even on our beliefs as well, because I know how crafty these intelligence agencies are. They do, before they do these things, even though they're so f- fucking botched, I don't know why. they got to be on purpose in, in some part. But before they do these things, you, you know they got to plan it. You know they got to fucking, somebody somewhere has got to meet up with, even if it's a couple individuals, and say, how do we get these people to act out their parts without knowing everybody else's part and without knowing the whole of what we're doing? And because we know that these fucking autistic 4chan people are so good at tracking us down, our methods, our means our holes, our inconsistencies, and all these other people are exposing our false flags on a regular basis so quickly, how do we provide some longevity to our false flag operation to achieve our goals and give us some extra breathing room or time? Well, why don't we do it in such a way that even people who think it and know it's a false flag are led down false trails? Right. Confusion. Confusion. So that why 
why don't we put our shills and trolls out on the internet saying, oh, it's all about gun control. They're trying to advance gun control legislation, when in reality, they're trying to get billions and billions of dollars so that they can do way, 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 way more than gun control legislation across the board everywhere around the planet. That's the real goal. But they would be happy to have you guys fighting about gun control and what what the reason is, rather than who was behind it and why they did it and why it was so shitty or botched. So that's like that's what I focus on. Did you also hear about the uh, Did you also hear about the FBI convoy that was uh, that was about a mile away that uh, took on fire? I think some agents might have been injured or killed in that. Anyway, all these other fucking—that's probably just some other fucking, you know, who knows? And 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 uh, well, we'll get to the next subject. No, no. What what are your thoughts on this? I want to hear. Let's no, I'm just saying because I, I'm I just saying that the whole thing about the whole thing about the conspiracy theory thing, and I think the JFK uh, situation is a very good example. Uh, there is so much, you know, a lot of people, in terms of conspiracy theories, and 9-11 as well, you know, big things like that. The question is, how could such an operation with so many moving parts and, and, and so many, uh, how could such things be kept secret? How could nobody know about it in advance and blow the whistle? Or, uh, you know, how could, uh, how could the truth or some bona fide truth or something approaching the truth come out? After, and um, well, okay. So now we're JF, JFK. That's cool. What else? Yeah. Um, I just think it's. I, I just think there are so many fucking moving parts in these things, and so much, in, as you say, intentional misdirect, and uh, so much, uh, and ineptitude, and corruption, and hush money and bribery and blackmail and murder. Um, you know, it's almost like, fuck it, let's just, let's just do this shit and wing it and when, and just see what happens. And then whatever chaos, well, and then to be able to count on the, the chaos that happens afterwards as a cover in and of itself. It's so much is going to be lost. Exactly. So, yeah, even their loss is a win because they know how to play their loss. Right. So yeah, you hit all those points just right. Yeah, exactly, and that applies to both what you're talking about. It applies to all these, like the the map of a false flag event, or the map of their plan, or, or a chart of their plan. There's a foundational thing, but if shit goes south or if things go awry, they have a, another plan. Their plan B is essentially let's play our downside, let's play our loss out until we confuse the shit out out of everybody. We get at the time that we need to accomplish our goal in the background, and we whack off any. That sounded so horrible we whack anybody or kill them off she said i wish i could take that back but i can't it's out there folks so you whack anybody and take the kill them off that doesn't that's starting to get suspicious of something greater than what their role was or maybe they're um living too lavishly and now the cops are investigating them so you kill them before they can testify against the top people oh yeah i was approached by this guy in a black vehicle whose plates was blah 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 and he said do this at this time, be at this location, do this, and here's fifty thousand. You'll get fifty thousand more at this location when you can complete the job. You know what I mean? Like it's not right. hard to control the main the main actors in your script or your story for these false flags. And then now, when speaking, I guess 
and start moving or segueing into the JFK files that were supposedly all of them released with a lot of back and forth, by the way. It's like, oh, I'm going to release them. Oh, I can't release them. Oh, I'm going to release them. Everybody uh, here is like, Trump. Trump did this, and Trump did that, and Trump did this, and Trump did that. I'm like, you fucking people, wake the fuck up. There are 39 levels that we know of that have been disclosed. More, I'm sure, of security clearance. These are 39 levels of access, of information, of, of memos, of transfers of uh, finances, and black ops money, and off-book accounts, and, and off-book ledgers, and reports, and secret things, and everything that the president and people at his level of with security clearance are not allowed to know. There's people in the military, the regular military, that are eclipsed by, by cosmic, uh, you know, secret clearance and top secrets, uh, way above top secret and stuff, stuff like that. That has to do with the secret space programs. So not only does the president not control the major foreign policy decisions, he doesn't control major, pretty much anything except for uh, showy domestic acts, basically where he can show out as a figurehead, He'd be like, oh, I raised employment, blah blah blah. Oh, I signed this mm -hmm. tax deal oh i did blah blah you know the shit that you see him doing yeah great that's cool but he, you can tell that, that he's trying but he really hasn't grasped or have a hold on the power base or the what they call the deep state that surrounds the president it was designed this way people it's not that jfk just didn't know he just didn't know he knew there was he said we are surrounded by cons over conspiracy that blah 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 oh that whole fucking speech everybody knows it who's in the know but what he didn't know was how deep it went even back back then you know what i mean so they got him because they thought he could change shit and now you got this other person who's got some of the cia people on his side he's got the nrg or whatever or ng whatever which is like the big brother to the cia and all these other agencies he's got them on his side supposedly he's got a whole bunch of military backing and support and he's trying slowly it appears to disclose this pedogate stuff the uranium deals all these things that we're going to get into it as well, it, it is happening. It's fucking slower than I would like. I'm a little disappointed in some of the things that's going down, but I recognize that it's not all Trump. Could he be doing things better? Is he? Could he be a better person? Fuck, we could all be a better person. Could there be a better person for the job? Oh yeah, but it sure as shit ain't fucking Hillary Clinton or Bernie Sanders or any of these other mainstream Illuminati-controlled puppet douchebags. And you know what? Donald Trump may even have his ties to the Jesuits. That's been floated there. But what I see him doing and the way that I see him interacting with children is a non-reptilian manner. It's a non-alien manner. It's a non-detached manner. You look at all these other guys like fucking Joe Biden, creepy Joe Biden. Type that in the YouTube and you'll see what I'm talking about. You can see these sick fucks, man, what's going on in their heads and how they act towards little innocent children or, or innocent people. They, they have no regard for you whatsoever. They're evil. They only give a fuck about their own system. So, to find out in the JFK files and in a new YouTube documentary, which I watched, which cleared it up for me for the very first time in years, to find out that there was about eight shooters from eight different locations, and the one shot that took him out was not from the grassy knoll. It was actually below from the sewer. The guy was standing up in the sewer and shot. And the, and the Zapruder film had been fucked with, BTW. If you guys didn't know that, the Zapruder film had been fucking cut to, to cut out the fact that the driver had been signaled by a certain painted area that's still there. You can still fucking go there and look at the cross and the painted thing on the curb where the driver was indicated to stop up for a second right. because everybody else had fucking missed. There was bullet fragments and things taken out of the chunk of the curb. An officer's police motorcycle bike had something in its windshield. Uh, the FBI told one of the 
these ladies who didn't know until they told her, hey, a, bu- a bullet struck right by where you were standing in the, in the ground. Uh, um, a bullet struck him in the throat. Uh, there's one that hit, you know, the front of the motorcade. I mean, there's just so many evidential, factual-based things that show that the shooters were coming from different directions. They all fucking missed. It was a fucking horrible catastrophe. And the only thing that saved it is they had pre-planned like a Hail Mary, like, okay, stop here and shoot this guy from 11 feet away from the sewer, from the gutter, and then make your getaway. And then sure fucking enough, in the police records back on that day, if you look, it shows that the only way that somebody could have ran out of that gutter is in a certain area. And some guy ran in out of that gutter in that certain area and who had a cover job in a car dealership. He ran into work sweaty and Probably. muddy and covered with shit and right. goes into the bathroom and they hear him fucking throwing up. And it caused them so much suspicion that they actually called the police who filed a fucking police report about this. So it's all there. And then you've got the fact that George H.W. Bush was standing there the whole time in front of the police station, there was cops in on it. There was a body switch that was done where they had post-mortem surgery done to replicate, to try to hide the fact that he was shot from the front, to try to show that he was shot from the back, but they botched that fucking shit too, which is why a police officer had to die on the same day uh, as this JFK's because he looked so much like JFK and all the police officers in his squad called him JFK uh, or John you know, Jr. or whatever. And so there's all these little things that nobody ever ever knew about and and all the other conspiracy theories have them wrong and here's a little tidbit for you all the jfk movies like the the movies that came out including the uh, what was it oliver stone movie all of those were directed in with the controlling directive vision of the cia that came out as well Mm. not to mention the fact that they back in 1963 when they were looking into the uh, jfk documents they found what was called the northwoods papers the northwoods Mm. papers was basically a plan to conduct false flag bombings in Miami and on our own citizens and other places and then blame it on Castro as a cause to go to war with Cuba. I can't make this fucking shit up. It is real. You gotta search this shit out while it's still available. So, and I say that, but I think there's just gonna be way, it's gonna be like the next uh, fucking Wikipedia or uh, History Channel documentary here pretty soon about all these crimes and things that are happening. So I've been talking for a while. That's my soapbox on JFK. I did this same thing, explanation in Las Vegas. Um, I want to hear your points, Corey. Where do you jump in with this? What do you know about this? What are your questions? Um, I think I might have even seen that documentary. Um, yeah. The eight just, different shooters? Yeah, yeah. There's definitely multiple definitely multiple shooters. I think that was... I mean, I, I watched this... First of all, yeah, there's a, the Pruder film had uh, apparently had few frames missing out of it. It was colorized, (laughs) you know, and, uh, you know, the first time I saw it, you know, I saw the president's head blow up and jerk back. I'm like, that's not a back of the head shot, you know? So, I mean, even anyone paying attention with any kind of, you know, kind of common sense, look at the Zapruder film and then compare that to the, to the, uh, official narratives. And right away, you know, at least there's something wrong there, you know. So, you know, again, uh, so many lines, so many angles, so much, you know, so much puffery. Uh, also, George Herbert Walker Bush uh, was reported, there was a, some kind of report, an FBI report or something, that he had supposedly called from Houston yes. 
right? To, to give himself room. cover. Right. I'm actually in, yeah, I'm actually near Houston, but I'm going to be in Dallas tonight. And just all of this, like, stupid, bumbling. You know, have you ever, have you ever done something like when you were a kid, right? And you got into some shit that you knew you shouldn't have gotten into, right? <laughs> and it goes bad. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever done this, but I have. And yes, it starts going, it starts going bad, and you're just like, oh shit, you're in pure panic, and you start fucking lying and covering your tracks, and it, and it just never fucking works. And the and really it gets the deeper only, and deeper and deeper. Yeah. And, like, at best, you can wear your Inquisitors out so that they just leave you alone. (laughs) You're lucky. You know, otherwise you're fucking busted. You know, so I've experienced that in my own life, trying to cover up for doing stupid shit that I did as a kid. You know, multiply that, you know, a few thousand times, and that's what this is. That's what it appears to be to me. So, I'll leave it. I agree. I agree, and it's interesting what I picked up on what you said was anybody with common sense can see that he was shot from the front. And if you look the moment before the headshot where they stopped the car, obviously on the Zabruder film, that's where it was cut out. Uh. But if you look a moment before, he grasps his hand, he goes, <gasps> and he's like shocked, and he grasps up near his that's chest. So he's shot. trying to reach that's for his fucking throat. He got hit in the throat. So, right, and then you got the fact, fact where. When Lyndon Baines Johnson is being sworn in on the C-130 uh, transport plane or whatever in Dallas, uh-huh. the military plane that was, uh, you know, holding everybody on the tarmac, and then uh, Air Force One and Two were both parked next to each other, the body, uh-huh. while that, that was the only way that they could get uh, Jackie away from the body, right? So right. that they could perform these surgeries and switch them out, and and they were there's even people that recall at the funeral. JFK, uh, or excuse me, Robert uh, Kennedy saying that that's not him. Yeah. That doesn't look anything yeah. like him. And and she, Jackie was also like, that's not him, my husband. Yeah. You know, yeah, so it, it's, well. it's just uh, self evident. Then you've got the motive. You've got a little hint of the motive because do you have you ever heard of uh, um, duper's delight or deceiver's delight where somebody's deceiving some a couple people or somebody in a scheme and they can't contain their smile or their laughter because they're getting away with it? Right. And if you look at the pictures of him Lyndon Baines Johnson being sworn in who was a major co-conspirator with uh, George Herbert Walker Bush both of them were in on it uh, along with some oil people and mafia people it was it was a collaboration of the deep state and the heads of all the respective agencies and mafias and and this and that that's why people are like it's the mafia it's the intelligence agents it was this it was them it was blood no it was a collaboration just like is happening today and so here's what went down he's literally smiling and looking back with a knowing gesture at one of his co-conspirator people back off to the right of him as he's being sworn in. And then on the fucking plane ride back to Washington, D.C., he revokes. Couldn't wait to sit down at his desk. Couldn't wait to review the order. Couldn't do anything. He revokes the executive order that Kennedy had put in about a month earlier, which created the silver and gold standard in the America's currency and removed the rest from the federal Rothschild Bank system and basically he said when he did that he also said I'm, I will shatter the CIA into, into pieces well right. you know you did your best but you underestimated what was going down and that's what happened so that's my whole thing right. on JFK I, I think your points are spot on as well so. yeah also too on that flight uh, and you can see it in the um, 
in the film of him being sworn in on the plane, he looks over to his right, and there's a guy there. I don't remember his name. Mm-hmm. And uh, the guy winks at him. That's the one I was talking about. That's the yeah. duper's delight. Yeah. So the the, the guy that he, the guy right in the background who uh, LBJ looks over to uh, actually winks at him at one point while he's being sworn in. So I mean, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, <clears throat> enough enough uh, incidental evidence or circumstantial evidence. Uh, you know, you start to get the story. And let's not forget the fact. The fact, provable fact, that the term conspiracy theory was invented in the 1800s originally to discredit people who were making breakthroughs in science, sort of like Tesla and others that uh, that were making free energy breakthroughs and threatening the oil industries, the budding emergency oil industries. And yeah, just today, yeah. those who are threatening the – or in, excuse me, in 1963, the CIA picked up that term, coined it, and started using it. For anybody who was questioning the Warren Commission, the official findings of the Warren Commission, because so right. many people were like, dude, he got shot from the front. What the fuck? That's bullshit. Right. And yeah, so 60, it, over and over and over, it's been here. used to discredit. Right. So, yeah. What were you go- I'm sorry, what were you saying? Yeah, no, I, I heard about that CIA picking up on that. I heard it was 67 or some, somewhere around, you know, the, when the Warren Commission came out. And, uh, you know, also, too, that conspiracy theory, bam. People just shut down as soon as they as soon as they get that syntax in their mouth and in their brain. It's like a switch that shuts off in their brain. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the <laughs> that's the point, man. It's so and easy to control the, the masses is, when they right. Fact of the matter is, it's very clear. If you go back through history, uh, you will find that in the pursuit of power and uh, whatever power's goals happen to be. It's nothing but conspiracy. It's nothing but shit done in secret in order to uh, advance certain peoples uh, who are in power to advance their goals. I mean, it, you know, there's nothing, there's nothing magical about it. You know, it's how shit gets done. Deception is deception. Well, realistically is speaking, in power. Yeah, and realistically speaking, they can only continue for so long before it's exposed, and that's been done for God a, a good. 40, 50 years. Now, to right. get some movement on that exposure, to get people riled up enough, to get people to care enough about it, that's been the harder uh, issue at hand because of the social manipulation, getting everybody to stare at a screen constantly. you got to wait in line, stare at your screen. you right. you got to wait in line somewhere over here, stare at your screen. you got uh, some uncomfortable situation with your family, stare at your screen. Uh-huh. Uh, you're bored and you don't know what to do, stare at your screen. Watch something mindlessly on, on end for binging. Uh-huh. You understand? So... Like, even if somebody knows this shit, that comfort instinct or that comfort conditioning is driven into them. It's like, oh, this is so fucked up. I'm just going to retreat into my movie or I'm going to do this or I'm going to do that. And so so now that's what we're really battling against is not really the awareness. The awareness has broken through. I've watched that bubble pop. It popped around 2012. I think that's that's what the Mayans were talking about was that shift, Mm -hmm. beginning of a shift into another dimension. Um, And around 2012 on, I'm starting to see some people try to take action here and there. Some people fail, some people succeed, uh, and then fail. Some people be targeted and then get killed. Uh, some people are being successful, and the people that are being successful and the word that is being spread and the t- terms that are being used over and over and over, my point is basically that the shit is, has hit the fan, and now it's, it's raining down. All the turds are falling. 
<laughs> all these asshole yeah. turds are are falling around everywhere and just don't let them land on you don't let their fucking carnage land on you and you'll be okay okay right right just sort of you know juke and matrix dodge that shit so anyways right. uh i like that it, it, my point is essentially we've got to start taking in action well how is that okay well vote with your dollar i know that's a thing uh, only only support local farms only support local people you know that's a huge life change you've got to be committed to do it but it's something you can do take your money and go invest it properly into cryptocurrencies and get out of the united states dollar ties shut down all your other bank accounts if you can you know shut down any of these ties that you have in them other than what you actually need to survive and you can actually thrive and set up businesses that are not on your own name that you can operate under and stop operating under your personal name and get some semblance of personal freedom um, in this growing police state obviously with the abundance of caution when you're traveling and driving around of course so that's where we're at today. I mean, we're we're just in like a waiting period, Corey. We're like everybody's starting to take action. I'm sort of waiting for the momentum to gather behind me while I'm still taking action by doing this radio show, sharing on Facebook, uh, setting up my own personal affairs with investing into cryptocurrency stuff like that. I'm I'm living what I'm preaching here. Um, but what I'm saying is, if everybody starts trading with each other, growing their own food, doing this, doing that, buying local. And on a mass scale, they can get, get their community into it by petitions or going to Starbucks and dropping a flyer. Like, wouldn't it be great if we all just started doing this? Call this number if you want to start trading with me for vegetables or open up a market mm -hmm. here in the city or whatever. Mm -hmm. And make that action happen and then just localize everything. Mm -hmm. If you can do that, then you're really not only defeating these people as they're, they're falling turds or falling around you, but you're also setting up for the, the fer you're going to use them to fertilize. You're like stomping on them and mix them into yeah. the ground. So now you're going to fertilize all that shit that's happened thousands of years into su successful, what do they call it? Utopia in small communities that, that have their own governance. Because not every community is going to be comprised of a majority of individuals who feel the same. That's the, that's the right. fault with democracy. You try to take all these little sub regions and sub entities of communities of like people that know each other and neighbors every neighbor's group should have their own law every community should strive to have their neighbor's law be in align with with the community law and if there's exceptions mm. those should be negotiated and therefore mm. you have a true anarcho tribalism that can be replicated and scaled all the way up the chain to a national level mm. without infringing on people's rights giving them complete control over their you know their boundaries and whatnot and it's just a beautiful system that could be worked out and i think it's it's only going to be dependent on people people growing their own food and making the decision to become energy independent. Those are two powerful things you can do besides being awake and aware that will actually get you some, some results. I know a couple of friends that are doing these things right now besides myself and it's just an amazing thing to watch. So Corey, yeah, and get out of, and get out of and get and get out of yeah and I would add get out of fiat, you know. Get out of the banking. Get out of the banking system somehow. Cuz that's 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 probably, in my view, going to be the linchpin for all for all of, of this other stuff. You know, that's that's the one thing that if it goes down hard, <clears throat> and I happen to think that I, can't, I happen to think that Trump was either allowed in or or placed in or what have you. At he least was squeezed in there by the alliance, yes. by the positive military courier, whatever you want to call the. Alliance yeah. is sort of resisting these people. 
There's a lot of old paradigm, old war type mentality guys that are still there. So it's not really the best alliance it could be, but it's doing shit. So they they by force in the background allowed him to come in. They're allowing him to roll out their policies, you know, very slowly but surely. And they're dealing or mitigating with and planning long range to take down all these people in the cabinet that were appointed by these Khazarians and, and mafia and elite. They're picking them off one by one or building dossiers on them one by one. And, and that's like one of our next things that we go into is about the disclosure that's coming out about the chemtrails being talked about in the mainstream media. And then you've got Operation No, no Tricks, No Treat, which was covered by the media, which was an FBI sting that took out about 890 pedophiles and child traffickers. A lot of them were ju- sitting judges, police officers, <laughs> fucking investigators, detectives people in positions of power, doctors, lawyers, all of them, dude, got taken out. And then you've got this Hollywood... I'm just moving on here, Corey, because we've got a little bit of time left. Um, yeah. Corey, Corey Feldman is trying to take on Hollywood, supposedly. Um, I believe his story, his body language says he's telling the truth about being victimized uh, and, and sexually abused. Um, I do think, think it's sort of like the same thing that I've seen with inventors. Oh, um, I'm trying to do this cause... So give me $10 million and I'll make a movie about and name names about who's really doing this in Hollywood. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll make a movie about it. I'll take all this time to where I could get assassinated and I'll just make a movie instead of releasing the, the name. Mm-hmm. It's sort of the same thing where the inventor invents something and he's like, oh, I'm going to build a stock company and then I'm going to sell stocks in this invention company. Just like we used to do it in the 60s. But it's like, hey, it's 2008, bro. Like you got a cool invention, but it's not going to work. Oh, I'm stuck to that idea. It's the yeah. same fucking oh. thing. It's like, hey, these people are taking these people out in front of the public people are dying in front of las vegas witnesses are being killed left and right they don't, don't care how much publicity you have you're being executed if you're a threat so for you to say oh i need 10 million dollars for protection blah, blah blah just say hey dude i need like five million dollars for protection right now and then go use it on that while you fucking tell everybody and put out dossiers and do whatever and then if you want to make a fucking movie based on that yeah go ahead but fucking tell us who it is fucking right. tell I'll us who it is is, all dude. he needs to Don't do fuck all me he, like that. Right. All he needs to do is fucking drop names and lay low. And everybody who everyone Thank else you. who was uh, affected by these individuals will start coming out of the woodwork and then people will start investigating and digging and then all the shit will come out. Just just fucking drop it. You're fucking dead man walking. I don't in. know what Corey, <laughs> I can't fathom like how do these people have so much fucking money, dude? I don't understand like how how could you have so much access to wealth, resources, time to research, knowledge, information about how to protect yourself, what to do, critical thinking skills? Critical thinking skills tells me if I am a target and I'm about to release names on somebody in a certain area, I should probably fucking make up a fake name, maybe go on the dark web, buy a fucking fake passport under a fake name. I'm not telling anybody to do this, obviously, because it's illegal. But if you do what you got to do if your life's in danger, there's laws that you know exclude shit like that. Go get a fucking fake passport go get something fake cross the border get on a cruise get the fuck out of the country it doesn't don't use your credit cards use cash only it doesn't trigger anything with your name you don't get on your social media you don't do any of that shit get the fuck out as far as you can to somewhere safe in another country that has no extradition so that whoever's trying to kill you who might have connections with the government and connections with the cia and intelligence agencies can't make up some bullshit story like they did against julian assange and say oh he raped these people now we want to extradite him to the u.s no he really had fucking 
fucking information on you and was smart enough to get the fuck out, and he did what I'm talking about right now. And that's why you guys were so butthurt against him for so long, and you lost. You fucking lost. So for for Corey Feldman to be like, oh, I need to make a fucking movie, it's like, dude, I get your pain. I I acknowledge you for that, but you're a fucking idiot. You're being a fucking dumbass, and you're playing with your life, and you're playing with the lives of everybody else who could be subject to future victimization because you won't just fucking do do what's right and play the smart card. So what's the smart card, Jordan? Do what I said. Get the fuck out of the country. Build up your information. Find a, a, an intermediary or somebody that you can trust and dupe them into passing information to the media. And, and set up a drop box or something like, hey, homeless right. guy standing outside this building in the middle of downtown London. Hey, guess what? Uh, here's If you don't open this thing, I'm going to watch you. I've got people watching you. I want you to take this 50 feet into that building and hand it to the editor and say it's a breaking story, and it's a closed manila right. envelope with your evidence or whatever, with an address for a Dropbox where they can get in touch with you. Here's hundred bucks. Get that homeless guy to go. Do that. You and I mean, and and if they get approached by intelligence agencies, he brought you this file. Uh, some dude that smelled like fucking alcohol and that was ragged clothes and covered in such and such. You know what I mean? Oh, where's right. the Dropbox location? And then they go yeah. in and interrogate the Dropbox location. Who picked up this file? Us. Uh, some dude in raggedy clothes and blah blah. You picked another person. You know what I mean? Like this is fucking smart thinking, guys. This is what. What you ha- this is how you have to think. Like, if I was a target tomorrow, <laughs> what would I do? Leave the country. Leave the country. Okay, I'm done. Also, another with that, but that's so. Go ahead, no, no, please. Drop, drop the Michael Jackson book. Some more advice for him. Yeah. So, do you remember this? Do you remember Michael Jackson? was killed because he made This Is It. And people think it was like, oh, he's getting on a show business. No. This Is It was going to show through interpretive dance and through other sneaky, psychological, subconscious ways the real control that Hollywood and the elites and everything, what's going down in the satanic rituals. He was actually going to make a speech. He actually did say some things that got him killed, but he was planning on doing a whole lot more. He made the decision. Dude, I actually respect Michael. I met him when I was a little kid, but uh, Uh Michael... All your fucking jokes, but I was in elementary school. He came to our school, bro. I met him. He seemed like a genuine dude back then. If he's raping kids or molesting them or whatever, then I changed my mind. But I don't see the evidence. Even the people that accused him of doing that recanted their statements afterwards and said that they got paid settlements and shit like that. And they always popped up at the most convenient times. Was he a wackadoodle nut job and lost his shit sometimes hanging his kid out the fucking window? Yeah, dude, there's fucking guy. Yeah, crazy. But when I met him, he was respectable. And you know what? At the end of the day, before he died, he did the right fucking thing. He said, at the expense of my life, I'm going to share the truth. I don't care if it kills me. I'm going to set up this production and share to as many people as possible what's going on. And they killed him. But he did the right thing. Uh, you know, so. Just quick, another thing on the pedophilia. Lots of arrests, lots of uh, child trafficking arrests, as you, as you uh, referenced earlier. Uh, nobody's talking about it in the thousands, from my understanding. Um, what I uh, I think it ties in, right? You say Hollywood is imploding. I think this Harvey Weinstein. I think he's a sacrifice. I think I think they sacrificed Harvey Weinstein to create some misdirect over the deeper and in my, in my view, certainly more nefarious uh, pedophilia shit. Well, that serves two purposes. I, I would actually agree with you wholeheartedly. Here's number 
number one. This is the sickness, dude. This is the sickness of these fucking people at the top. They're like, oh, one of our, our mid-level managers has been implicated in a scheme. Yep, let's go ahead and sacrifice them, and we'll we'll use the we'll use our Me Too campaigns, and we'll use our mm-hmm. Women's First campaigns, and we'll use all our Soros-funded uh, protests. We'll use this to feed our other channels. So number one, they're feeding mm-hmm. it by sacrificing him. Number two. Uh-huh. Oh, we can get some fresh blood up in here who can come up with new ideas and do new things. So they get another chance to bring somebody fresh in. So they look like Hollywood saving face by bringing somebody else in. Hey, I'm not a pedophile. Hey, I'm not a sexual abuser. But this guy is on board with the whole scheme because they all have, have to be before they get their positions of power. So now they got somebody new who they can run the fucking scam with for another 10 years until his fucking dirty laundry comes out and they have to do the same thing over again. And whatever else social media manipulation they're conducting at the time they can then again absorb their loss in the scandal by by perpetuating these me too campaigns and all these things i'm not saying it's a bad thing to come out and talk about your sexual abuse whatever i'm saying it's a bad thing to for you have not to fucking thought about it or actually done it maybe you have but actually done it in a way that's independent raw authentic open and without the need for validation from a thousand other people on a trendy hashtag campaign i know that sounds rough i know it's sounds maybe callous but it's the fucking truth anybody who's been a victim of trauma myself included not sexual trauma but worse i wouldn't say well you know i almost died and was almost killed multiple times by these people um i can't say worse i can't compare i take that back and recant it but it was just as bad all right and i actually had the opportunity to go okay i can be a victim in the this or i can take this and and alchemize the most power that i can because this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me me it can't get any worse than what just went down of me not being in control of my life so i can only be in control of my perception and how i feel from now and i became a badass it drove me to be the person in the law that i am today what happened to me with the police and the detention officers and the jail the the torture and the starving and the spraying with cold water and the uh, being forced to be stripped naked in front of all the prisoners by females and male detention officers all sorts of things Things that happened to me. Uh, it's just fucked up. So uh, you have the opportunity. So it's the same thing when people are like, oh my God, all this shit's happening in the world. Oh, this is so fucked. It's like, yes, but it's the opportunity for you, you to rise above and expose it, do the right thing, be the right best person you can be during the shittiest time that's happening. So on a personal level, micro, your own trauma, whoever, listeners, whatever you've got, or on a macro scale, on a macro level, be the best person you could be in the face of all these conspiracies. Conspiracies, you know what I mean. So that's you know I could preach all day about it, and and nobody's gonna agree with me if they have their mind set up with a different opinion. But that's the whole point. Discussion and free, open sharing of ideas is designed to either change the other person's mind or end in an agreement to disagree and both move on onto another topic and find another area where they actually share an agreement in. You know what I mean? You don't just go, "Oh, oh, I don't agree with you. You're a fucking asshole. Everything that's about you is shitty, and you're a Nazi because." You don't agree with my opinion. <laughs> Fuck that, man. That's exactly you're playing right into their hands. Yeah, I saw it happen with the Me Too campaign. That's why I brought it up. It's my it, it it fractured and splintered my so-called friend circle on Facebook. I watched it happen. People fractured themselves into little, little posses riding around town like, you're not going to be able to share your opinion on that, buddy, because that's offensive. No, you're a guy and you can't say those things. And that's a perpetuation of rape culture. I'm like, you guys don't even even know what the fuck rape culture is until you're forced to marry some 76 year old fucking guy at age 
12 and there's a picture of you guy where everybody's dancing in their culture. Oh, it's a celebration. And the bride, the 12 year old child bride is like looking like her life is over. And, and the, the guy is smiling like, oh, I get to fuck this little kid for the rest of my life. That is fucking rape culture, you fucking asshole idiots. You know, I'm sorry for being so blatant. I'm not sorry. I'm not. Okay. That is fucking rape culture. That is the normalization of rape. When culture it makes it acceptable for when a girl is raped, they're the one that's fucking killed. And the person who did the raping is like, oh, don't do that again. Don't get caught again is basically what the law says over there in those places. Islamic and caliphate uh, controlled places have Sharia law. So for you to fucking try to tell me that anywhere other than maybe the U.S. military in prison, that there's a rape culture, kiss my fucking ass. For you to tell me that you had a rape event, I, I'm sympathetic. You know, I, I, your trauma is your trauma. I, I can't put my own terms on that. But don't fucking, don't try to show out and get on some trendy hashtag campaign and be blowing up, puffing up, trying to tell other people what they can or can't. This is why I'm so angry in saying this. Telling people what they can or can't say or have form an opinion or try to start an open discussion and dialogue about the very thing that you're so, so supposedly trying to bring awareness to. Fuck that. And with that, yeah, and, I'm done on, on that. Yeah, and, so, yeah. And um, also, I think, also, I think um, it's hard for me, I haven't really been following it, but it's been hard for me to distinguish in the Me Too campaign from people who were actually raped, sexually assaulted, or if they were just uh, you know, in lesser in degree, whether they were, uh, you know, somehow harassed. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't, I can't get a handle on the range of of what people are, are responding to, you know. And, That's exactly you know, what I was thinking. And to, yeah, yeah, and the and reason to that, that re and, oh, go ahead, go ahead. You know, and to that effect, you know, there is a positive, <clears throat> you know, there is a positive it's just shit that needs to be talked about. You know what I mean? You don't fuck with little girls. You don't fucking, you know, you don't um, sexually harass or rape people or violate their human rights, right? By, you know... Well, see, that's okay, my point, Corey. That's my point. My, my point is everybody fucking knows that. Like, we don't need awareness. We don't need awareness. Yeah, you share your story. That's good. People are aware of your story. Great. We don't need awareness. People are aware that, that it is wrong, that it shouldn't happen. You understand? And that it is happening. Those things should be dealt with on a case-by-case -case basis. But the fact is we need prevention. And the only prevention is a morality change. You can't sit here and try to pick apart all these rape cases and say this is the reason. When you've got GMOs, you've got chemtrails, you've got psychotic meds that are being given to kids as they're growing up for their entire lives, which causes all these fucking crazy things. You've got actual energetic interference that's causing people to exhibit demonic signs. You've got alcohol abuse that's widespread and promoted, and alcohol mm. is a number one channel to open you mm -hmm. up for energetic and demonic influence. And what does it do? Mm -hmm. It exhibits some of the worst behavior humanly possible. You've got mm -hmm. all this shit that's contributing to generations in the future that, that then actually have legitimate mental psychotic problems that then kill or rape because of those actual genetic disorders. So it's a societal thing, it's a genetic thing, but they can both be cured by the same solution. Bring awareness, because that's where the awareness isn't at, bring awareness and solutions to the chemtrails, bring awareness and solutions to the government ops that are running these things, bring awareness and solutions to the fact that the United States government holds the cancer cure patents, it holds the AIDS patents, it holds the actual patents on the 
Ebola virus and all these other viruses and things like that. You know what I mean? It, and if you if everybody were to do mushroom therapy like they're doing in some of the states that have legalized it, if everybody were to have some sort of national um, abuser or perpetrator program so that when the courts did actually find a case of somebody who did legitimately rape somebody or assault them or whatever, that instead of going to jail for 30 years, maybe that's part of it. Maybe they fucking deserve that shit. Victim's family should get to decide that. But here's the, the ideal situation. That person, before they go to their jail sentence, is sent to some sort of rehab where they are mentally and emotionally cleansed or rehabbed of their wrongs with these mushroom therapies. Because if you put somebody in jail, they're just going to deteriorate into worse of what they already were. If you put somebody you put in jail, a, you, put a, you, that, put a rapist, you put a rapist in jail, he's done. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you yeah. put him in jail for 10 years and he gets back out and he's worse than when he went back in, what right. the fuck did that do? You just put right, more people right. at risk. If you fucking rehabilitate his ass first while or before you put him in, into that fucking jail, when he gets out, he's going to be like, you know what? I probably uh, have to make some sort of amends and do something better with my life and then go do it. Right. Or he'll fucking rape people again and go back to jail. But then you would have things for dealing with that situation on the second time around. You know what I mean? So they say hey, there's judicial reform. They say there's these types of uh, mandatory minimums and statutes and codes and regulations to do these things, but they're not there. It's total bullshit. So the, bi uh, the even, bigger even issues on the have punitive, to Yeah, even on the punitive side, you know, how effective, yes, you know, harsh punishment is a deterrent, but is it really? Hmm. Not entirely, I don't think. Not for some people. So it's not the whole equation. That's what I'm saying. Does the public, Corey, does the public deserve to have a potential risk of this guy being worse when he comes out of jail just so that they can put him in jail for the first thing that he supposedly did? Do they de right. deserve to have that risk of more people being harmed? No. So they deserve to have proper rehabilitation along with the incarceration. I'm not saying by any means, oh, don't put these people in jail. Fucking lock them up. Hang them, shoot them, whatever. Cut their balls off. Whatever the case warrants, case by case. If it's uh, proven, the victim family at the end of the day should be able to decide. Or the victim themselves if they're still living. I suppose. After it's been proven. You know, there's no arbitrary, sure. oh, you did this to me, I'm going to do this to you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's my, my, my feel on that. And and so the pedophile stuff and the rape culture and the uh, campaigns and all this stuff is their stop loss. It's just like trading. They're like, oh, we made right. a bet that you know the Ooh. market was going to believe our bullshit with all these false flags and these laser-induced fires in California, which somehow burn up all the houses but leave the trees perfectly oh, intact. Microwave. Fucking bullshit. Yeah. yeah. So all this stuff is crashing down around us. How do we use our socially engineered campaigns and socially funded protest groups and issue groups what i mean by issue groups is the me too or the um take a knee or all these fucking things that are going down and the thing is they don't necessarily contain like bullshit they actually are based or predicated on real principles like yeah that's moral yeah you should do this or right. yeah that should happen or yeah you should in this case on a case-by-case -case right. basis but these things are taken out of con context on purpose by the people who are creating and organizing the organizing these campaigns right. <clears throat> And right. come to and find it, out, it, it, it all started by. Hey, go ahead. Yeah, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. Thank. You. There you go. 
I knew I was gonna I was gonna <laughs> wrap up with that. But. You know, I mean, really, and and I, and I'm glad that you said that because, uh, you know, I, I increasingly in this in in this really uh, agitated uh, left right divide that seems to be happening. You know, I just see more divide and conquer shit, right? Um, you know, if you look at any substantive argument that the left promotes and the right promotes, like femi- uh, feminism or, or LBGT rights or racism, ostensibly, everybody's right and everybody's wrong to some degree. And oh, dude. What I, I wish, don't see is, I wish we had more time see, to talk about this. Yeah. I don't see people really coming. I mean, it's good that the conversations are out there, but I don't see. I see people attacking each other. I don't see how do we deal with this? How do we, you know, how do we, how do we acknowledge, you know, the fundamental, you know, certain fundamental iniquities that people are trying to address, maybe in a short-sighted kind of way, and then, uh, you know, in response to that, you know, well, okay, well, you know, you know, again, had a conversation with someone this morning. There's Internal and there's external in the human being, in the family, in the tribe, in the village, in the nation, in the culture, in the race, if you will, right? There's internal stuff and there's external stuff. There's stuff that you, as an individual, in your life every day have control over, choices that you can make that will have positive outcomes or negative outcomes. Then there's the circumstances outside of you that are applying pressure on you while you're undergoing your individual uh, choices and actions every day. Both of those exist, okay? Take personal responsibility and deal with the shit on the outside as well. Be mindful of it. Be aware of it. And, you know, it's, it's both, right? You've got to work from within, and you've got to be aware of what's coming at you from without. And if you're just going off of what I feel or what I think is right or whatever, or I'm going to do whatever the fuck I want to do, regardless of anybody else, you're going to miss it. If you're completely, if you're completely uh, on, on the, you know, no one has any personal responsibility for themselves and it's all based on, you know, these external things, these historical things exclusively, uh, irregardless of any uh, personal uh, liability or personal responsibility, you're missing the point too. Dude, couldn't have said it any better myself. It was juicy. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's exactly exactly what we've talked about in previous shows. Man, we keep pointing to the personal responsibility aspect. We keep pointing to the inner internal external dichotomy. We keep pointing to the play your best cards internally to, and try to get or move into the best odds externally. And if shit don't work out, then move on, on to a different game or try a different angle. And, you know, some people listen, some people don't. So I think what you just gave there was life gold. It was life processing ability skills uh, for when situations or events come up in your life. And, you know, at the end of the day, what you also said was very profound that there's a there's right on both sides in most cases in most issues most arguments most cases most uh, contentions most disagreements there's a justification on both sides there's a there's a rightness or a correctness or facts that actually actually sum up and support that person's 
contention or the person's idea or what their position, if you will. So mm-hmm. when two people go to war, as it as it were, in a, in a relationship over something like an argument or something stupid, or you know, as a friends or strangers or, or on the internet or whatever, two mm-hmm. people are taking these two sides and they're like, I can, There's only two possibilities: you're right and I'm wrong, or I'm right and you're wrong. Those are the two scenarios that can only happen. And so they always battle back and forth, trying to convince mm-hmm. the other person of something that the other person knows is not correct because both people know in their hearts and their minds I'm justified for this do fuck that I'm justified so if you start from the beginning operating like that and you don't acknowledge that there may be justifications on both sides then you lose now where do you go Corey after you identify that both people might have some right in the situation you go to is there a swift solution that we can both compromise on because we're both right or is it more important to move the fuck on and accomplish accomplish something else it even if we sit split our separate ways if i want to go drive to florida is me driving to florida more important than having the stupid fucking argument with you if this guy's like i want to go trade stocks is this trading stocks more important than me having this argument with you both people have better shit they can do those are just two random examples both people have better shit they can do but if they fucking sit there and choose i'm going to go back and forth because i need to feel right i need to feel like i'm the only one right that's the fallacy it's like bro you know you're right you're already right. Why do you got to make the other prove the other side? Why does somebody else have to tell you that you're right in, in this situation for you to move the fuck on? You could just say something so simple like, I'm right. I think I'm right. I don't agree with, with you. You think you're right. I think you're wrong. We're probably not going to come to agreement on that anytime soon. Can we agree that that's true? Great. All right. I'm moving on. See you later. Boom. Go do your shit. And by doing that, combining it with the skill of being able to get over personal offenses and getting over sl- lights and um, denigrations and condescensions. Basically, anytime anybody says anything in a way that you perceive as offensive to you, being able to get over it quickly is crucial. And if you're in a relationship, Corey, you better have somebody who's willing to either learn and get to your level or be on your level when it comes to getting over shit. Because if not, one person will hang on to shit for months and the other person will be over it two minutes after the the issue happened. What are your thoughts Almost like it's almost like a survival tactic, a survival instinct, you know, to be able to move on. Okay, this is not going to, I'm not going to get anywhere with this. Uh, let me move on to more important things. Right? That's right. And, uh, I don't yeah. know, if you can't do that, you're going to get caught up in a lot of battles that, uh, that have no resolution and you're going to waste your life force and you're going to, you're going to, you know, not deal with more important things that you can actually do something about yourself. So there's a downside right. and this, this, this is a nature argument. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. true. That's what the, what was it? Commer- uh, Mastering commerce was telling us never to argue. They were right on that mm-hmm. one, Corey. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, so this is relevant. I mean, this information that you're giving about relationships and me as well that I'm giving and about just mastering your internal alchemy of consciousness versus your external circumstance everything that you dropped and all that is relevant to our show not only the show but your life in general and the reason for that is because as the turds are falling down remember this is the fall of the turd show <laughs> as the turds are yeah. falling down and sh- and shit is raining down upon everybody you need ways to clean up well why do you need to clean up because when shit rains down on stuff things get messy people get dirty everybody people get frustrated right. energy gets fucked with Things get static. Uh, what is it? Um, 
Oh, give me a second, Corey. I'll remember this. Uh, Mercury, but in Mercury or whatever. What is, what is Mercury and retrograde? Is it, uh, Mercury, think and Mercury and retrograde. That mm-hmm. gets amplified by the shit that's falling. There's all sorts of things that happen that prevent communications in times of ascension. It prevents mm-hmm. growth in times of ascension. Mm-hmm. And that is why only the people who are ready for the hardest parts of their life and ready to ascend and and jump off from that point instead of expecting it to somehow magically appear on some gradual scale in their lives things will slowly get better for me blah 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 until you accept responsibility for your life and who you are and what you're doing and your faults and this and that and get over them and burn them out of your consciousness by just total full-on responsibility then you can never make it past the shit as stuff is falling so my point simply is this when stuff is happening that's really bad that is your opportunity to do really really good stuff for yourself and all of your consciousness and if you don't you're going to be left behind so when the shit is falling on you bring your umbrella <laughs> yeah your umbrella learn how to clean up and move on so like right things that, like a relationships Corey, will be affected things like personal moods will be affected things like personal mo- motivation to go work out or or to hold routines that you may have held in the past or to go your daily job Th- things like that will start popping up all over the place and we're almost out of time so i want to let you talk a little bit more maybe maybe Jump into this uh, uranium scandal because that's relevant and new enough that I think you might actually have some pertinent information on that stuff. What, what's going on with that? Oh, I, I think it's a nice example of uh, uh, human beings have the tendency to, uh, when they're covering for their own bullshit, to accuse other people of the exact same shit that they're doing. And uh, <laughs> the uranium scandal, you know, clearly... Clearly, the Clintons and the Obamas and uh, Comey and Mueller and all them guys were involved in some nefarious, corrupt uh, shit with regards to literally selling, uh, what, one quarter of the uranium stockpile of the United States to Russia uh, long before uh, Trump came on the scene and all of this, you know. So it's just... um, I, I find it uh, the irony and and uh, I find the justice of it uh, very compelling. Um, hopefully, uh, more people will be paying attention to that. Uh, if, if there was any collusion with Russia, it was clearly on the side of uh, previous uh, administrations and uh, personnel thereof, as far as I can see. Yeah, I agree. And I would also say as we get closer to the final lifting or like the final breakthrough of all this just deluge or flood of information that's going to come down uh, once we break through this disclosure ban and all these um, basically uh, information restrictions on technology and secret space programs and basically secret conspiracies operating for thousands of years on this planet if not longer we're, we're right at the edge of that guys and all the old stuff is breaking apart and crumbling away, which is what I described as shit or turds falling, because the elites are basically uh, represented by that. They're falling. And during this time, if you can really just enlighten yourself as much as possible, research these topics and share as much as possible, you will be doing the best thing you possibly could do. Because we're starting to see the awareness of these topics explode at the same time as facts are being revealed so it's like a it's two trains on tracks going next to each other one is facts that are coming out like 
you can only hide truth for so long, and that's what's happening. The facts are coming out. That's what all these uh, uranium scandals and all the shit's coming out about her and everything. Um, and then on the on the same token, on on the other side or the other track, there's also a train of okay, what is the public going to do about it, and how much have they heard about it? What, what do they know about it? That also has to be going full speed for us to achieve what we really need to break through the this wall that we're up against. Okay, so it's not just one train going to the track. We need both of them. The one train's it's going to run by itself. The universe states and dictates that this truth is going to be revealed. Pierce, pierce the veil and the truth will be re revealed. There's a reason for that because you can't avoid it. That's always going to run. We just need to make sure we're keeping up with that train with our truth uh, awareness campaigns and exposure. And, and that's, that's basically it. That's all I have for the show today. I, or I should basically say we'll wrap up with the fact that we're, we're bare rolling down the tracks really fast. You know, you've got congressmen that are openly, openly running for election, excuse me, a senator, I believe, that's openly running for election in Florida or Georgia, something like that, who claims to be a, a, a not abducted, invited on a, a spaceship before, and she explains very clearly her experience and was told that mm. they'll come back for her and yada, yada, yada. You've got a senator from Austria, which is very aware of that Rothschild's banking systems and Soros-funded campaigns. He's expelled all of them from their country. He's looking at, look, legislation on destroying central banks and so on and so forth. Bitcoin is coming up and replacing everything. Um, you've got the banks and Jamie Dimon and everybody saying, oh, it's a bubble and oh, it's bullshit. It's going to burst. It's shitty. And then all of a sudden when they cause a scare in the market, they turn around and they go, they buy up billions of dollars worth of it. There's all these things that are happening, but they're going to fail. We're going to succeed. Consciousness is, is raising. Um, what do you have to say? Will you close out the show, Corey, please? Yes, <clears throat> I will do so with a quote from Ben Franklin, whatever one may think of him. Believe none of what you hear and half of what you see. Nice. Including the show. And don't take my word for it. And you know what, Corey? We, we've been, we've yeah. been wrong. We've been wrong. Sure. We've been wrong on later. I listened to all the past episodes episodes and anytime i catch something i'll try as hard as i can to be like okay did i where can i go find that information then i go find if it's wrong or if i think it's wrong i'll say it i've said it before i've corrected myself on live air in a later episode i always want to present things that are factual but also things that are philosophically or hypothetically probable you know what i mean like we have the right to speculate based on all the facts and evidence that like you could literally swim through the fucking ocean of facts and evidence on everything we're saying, and still, yeah. you know, you wouldn't be done. Seventy years later, you'd still be swimming to the edge of that ocean because there's so much yeah. there. For us yeah. to speculate about things that we already know are true, that can be proven, and the evidence is there if you reach out through it uh, through an internet search that takes you five fucking seconds, that's okay. To purely speculate or pejorate uh, about stuff that you don't really have a factual basis for, you don't really have facts that back it up, or or the possibility of it happening, that's where you run into issues. We don't play around in that field. We're not the shock jock trying to get attention. I could give a fuck less, really, who listens to the show. I love you guys. I appreciate you. I just, as long, long as listening, I don't care who's listening. You know what I mean? Huh. We're like Dr. Huh. Fraser Crane. Oh, I'm listening. You know, fuck all that bullshit. It's like, if somebody is is going to if somebody's going to share even a 1% of what we've disclosed in the show, I'm I'm happy because I'm doing my part, and I know it's reaching around the globe. So I'll let you close it out. Uh, 
with with whatever your final thoughts are. I know you did a quote there, but um, I just want to let you get what out, get out what you think uh, is a solution maybe for this craziness we're stepping into. Yeah, just and then we'll uh, close out. you know, keep your keep your head low, keep your keep yourself together. You know, everything's looking crazier and crazier, and just sort of keep your keep keep the straight and narrow. Don't go too far to the left. Don't go too far to the right. You know, and focus on uh, which I'm doing my best to do on what I can do from day to day in my life to make it better and to make the lives of other people better and to forecast out a little bit into the future, plan a little bit, take steps to uh, be able to navigate what's coming. So that's what I would recommend. And don't be afraid to cuss, yell, get angry, scream, get mad. Look how many F-bombs I drop on each episode. I Really. Seriously, I say what I mean. I say how I feel. If I'm talking to a bigger audience and stuff like that, I'm still going to cuss. And I'm going to tell them, I'm going to look them straight in the face and say, this is how I express my sincerity and how I express my passion. If you guys are offended, please let me know. And if the majority of you are offended... Great, you know, I may consider changing my mind, but if not, try to just work with me, move on past it, and know that there's some truths coming down the line after that next F bomb. You know what I mean? So I do what I do, people do what they do. Be in your natural state until it causes you problems, and when it does, then maybe adjust your position. And until then, pierce the veil, the truth will reveal itself. And Corey, thanks, man. I really appreciate all your, your really valuable, like, targeted insight into the consciousness aspect of this whole thing. We talk a lot about facts, we talk a lot about all that other stuff, but the consciousness is really important, and that's where you're at uh, in your in your level, so I appreciate that, and we'll have yeah, you on next time, uh, perhaps to lead the show, maybe. Uh, we're going to have some, some exciting guests coming up, and, and uh, that will uh, <laughs> that will be a surprise for people. So we are going to have a live show next Next week, it will be surprise guests that you guys are really going to like. Some very, very powerful tools that are coming up, and it has to do with consciousness. So that's why I gave you that little shout uh, shout out. Chris, right on. Thank you for that. Right well, likewise, All right, guys, we'll man. see you next. I, I appreciate you. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Thanks, Corey. Thanks, everybody. Uh, uh, I apologize, Corey. We had a lag there. <laughs> for the third time, we'll try to close out. Go ahead and say what you're saying. <laughs> oh no, I'm saying thank you, man. I appreciate you and everything you're doing too. So. Unquestionably. Oh, most most welcome. Man, you've been here from the start, so it's it's back at you, brother. Uh, listeners, thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Until then, pierce the veil. The truth will. Re-